welcome to This Game Where, the only podcast to have been cracked. This is Chris, and over there is... Me, Ashley! Hello, everybody! How are you, Ashley? Fine, thanks. Cool. You alright? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Hope everyone listening is, is good as well. We've had a lovely chat about meat, haven't we? Before starting. A very a very meaty chat. We said I said last week in the in the podcast that we wouldn't be revisiting our meat discussions because I'm sure we had one last week. Oh. So we won't. Right. Oh, what I'll tell then. you instead is I finished tunic on Friday. <gasps> that's much more exciting than meat. And was it worth it? Yeah, I really enjoyed the game. And as you know, I think a, a great deal of the game. The end of it or one of the endings of it is complete bullshit oh like like was was so bad that it made me angry (laughs) so i still think the game is absolutely worth playing how did you get did you play through it the the ending multiple times then to get the different endings or i've done two and i think Uh, there might be other ones but i didn't two one of them involved doing a thing that is complete bullshit, and one of them involved avoiding doing the thing that was complete bullshit. So I've done it both of those ways. And anyone anyone that knows the game will know, I think, what I'm talking about, but it was just ridiculous. So, mm. yeah. Disappointing. That's, yeah, it was a real sting in the tail of, uh, of the game, because everything else up to then, I really, really loved a bit of peach. What? Had been a peach up until then. It had been a peach. Yes, yeah. I thought you said a bit of peach. I never heard that phrase before. Could be a bit of peach. Have but, you been playing anything good? But then it, the ending was a bitter peach. Uh, well, I've I've still been playing Lego Star Wars. Uh, so slogging on with Lego Star Wars. I realised it uh, this week actually while I was playing it. I got this game at the start of April, and I'm still not finished. Like nearly hundred hours in. Are you enjoying it still? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mm. But, uh, Have you, uh, playing I'll, it over that period of time is probably sensible. But I'll, I'll talk about it more in our uh, end of year roundup when. Uh, will you? When, will you? when my end of year roundup will be? Yeah, the uh, only game I've played has been Lego Star Wars. Uh, oh, don't say that. Well, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? I'll I'll mm. I'll try and finish it so I can play some other games now and then. How about that for a promise? That would be nice. Yeah. All right. Then. Well. On that note, then, about games, I'm going to launch into this week's game. How about that? Don't tell us what you're going to do. Just do the thing. Just just do it. Okay, this week, it's this game where you set out cards. It's very simple, and everyone listening will have played it. Oh, no. And I knew that would be the reaction. <laughs> I'm not. I'm right. I think I'm busy uh, just now. I think I've got to go. I can't believe you've brought this. Brought what? I can't believe you've brought Microsoft's Solitaire. What's your beef? To this podcast. I mean, I just don't think that our viewership, I don't think our listenership can sustain uh, another episode like this. I, I think we're going to lose everybody. Well, I'm going to say... Everyone's gonna... I'm going to say at the top. Just stop listening. I know we did episode 84 was Minesweeper. And the only other kind of Windows game I can think of, there's Free Cell. I never understood Free Cell, so I'm not going to do that. There was Pinball. <sighs> I don't think Pinball has got really enough about it. So, Oh, what... my God. You're going to do You're going to do a game. You're going to do Solitaire. You're doing Solitaire. Yes. And complaining that Pinball doesn't have enough about it. Yeah. Solitaire isn't even, I don't think, 
a computer game. It's a card game that has been digitized. Yeah, but you're right. But I found some quite interesting tidbits about it during my research. I bloody well hope Come on, so. I'm not, come on. I'm going to play... This is another one of those episodes where I'm not going to be playing the game at halftime. I'm going to go find something better to play. Oh, it's disappointing. I'm, it's like I'm the playing... spirit of things. Neither is bringing solitaire. It's a card game. It's a card. If we were doing a card game podcast, then fine. But th- this is not a par- a card game podcast. This is a compooper game podcast. And y- you you brought a digitized card game. Well, have you ever played um, Patience or Solitaire? That's that's an interesting <sighs> thing, actually. So I'll come to that. I... Have you played it in real life? Yes, I have. It's yeah, fid- it's fiddly and in real life. I remember so, trying to play it on a on a table outside a caravan in France, and the wind kept blowing the cards, and I was getting really done in it. And the cards, they, they I couldn't get them lined up properly. On the computer, you, it's all all there for you. Job done. You probably yeah, except you've got to lug a desktop to Spain. France. You can't. You can't just. Yeah, well, France, I don't really care. I got more bored listening to your story than I did playing Patience or Solitaire or whichever variety, Spider Solitaire. You know, doesn't matter which one you're going to try and present. This is the only game that is more boring to play than it is to set up. It's horrendous. That I I have an aversion to card games. Oh. Like traditional card games. I think there are probably some that are good, but I certainly wasn't encouraged to play them as a child. This is Snap is is generally regarded as like one of the most inane games ever to be invented for cards. This is worse. This is genuinely like Solitaire is genuinely worse. Solitaire is the kind of game that could be used as a punishment. Really? You think you feel that strongly about it? Yeah, it's really, really bad. Oh, it's really, really bad. I really like it. That says so much about you. I'm I'm saying that as though my rant, my tirade against Solitaire doesn't say anything about me. Well, yeah, exactly. But I stand by everything that I've said. It, I, and I mean it. I genuinely mean it. I remember there was a moment where I was playing Solitaire in real life, as you've uh, just put it. I was playing Solitaire in real life and realised how bored I was. And that was the last time I played Solitaire. What is it about it that bores you? It's just pointless and boring. But it's, the, 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 it's fun. It's not fun. What's, okay, let's start. Right. You've asked me a question and I want to answer it. I want to answer it reasonably rather than just repeating back a, a nonsense. I think that I don't like the element of luck. I think that there's there's a great deal of luck to the way the game plays out. Apparently, it relies. Roughly, you only win once every 30 games. That's the yep. that's the stats. Exactly. So it's all pre it's all laid out before you. There is no level let I don't think you can play solitaire skillfully. So really what you're doing is playing an algorithm. You're you are playing through an algorithm. Potentially, and yeah, I can see that. No, you are, aren't you? Because you're 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 picking up three cards. Uh, presumably that's the rules that you played it by. You're picking up three cards, you're laying down the three cards based on a <laughs> You're picking that's so weird. Chris just raised his eyebrows twice at me, you know, like some kind of cheeky pest. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to say, didn't want to say what I was going to say. Um, you're picking up three cards. You lay them down by the by a certain set of rules. 
and you follow those rules until you can't play anymore. That's an algorithm. Yeah, fair. So you're not even, it's not really even playing a game. It's following an algorithm. Yeah. How does that sound? Does that sound scintillating on, to you? On paper or by sound? No, that sounds terrible. Yeah. There you go. I, that You asked me why it's boring. I've told you. Because you're just going through the motions doing it. Like there's no It's there's no literally skill. going through the motions. There, is, there isn't any skill. It's literally going through the motions and it's going through the motions of an algorithm. Do you want some interesting facts about it then? I, I guess so. But I like though, seems as, seems as you gave me that question and I've done my damnedest to answer it as honestly and uh, reasonably as I can. I want to know why you find it exciting. I, I thought you'd get angry. I didn't realize you get this angry. <sighs> it, right. it genuinely is one of the most boring games in, in existence. So it's not a computer game. There's a, there's all this terminology about the game that I didn't know existed. That far's pretty Unnecessary interesting. Unnecessary terminology. So you've got, right, so straight yourself in some terms. You know you have the cards laid out from left to right? Yes. They're called piles. Oh, I might have guessed that. So you have seven piles from left to right, and pile number one has one card on. Pile number two has two cards, three, four, five, six, seven, going across. And the first, the top card of each pile is turned over, facing up, and the other cards are facing down. So that's your piles. Then up in the top left, you've got what's called the stack. That's the remaining cards. The most exciting thing about Solitaire is the, like, the... Pitched on the back of the cards. As to whether you might get piles. Oh. That's it. Just And from the stack No, not the pictures on the back of the cards. And from the stack, you turn them over, one at a time or three at a time, depending on which rules you want to play. And you if you can add them to what's out already, building it numerically, you can add them too. But you have to put numerically because also it goes opposite colours. So if you've got a black nine and you've got a red eight, you can put the red eight on top of the black nine. Uh then, and that's called, that's, that, that's the stat bit, sorry. And then the other two terms I learned are you've also got in the top right corner, you've got what's called the foundations, which is where you're building up the suits and building up is the other terminology. So you, you're going ace first and then two, three, four. And the aim is to get all your cards into the, the piles in the main bit of play and then from the piles up into the foundations in the top right. Sizzling saucepans. That was uh, a riveting. So what? What I'm gathering is that the people that invented solitaire, they, they didn't even try to zhuzh it up with the terminology that they uh, applied to it. What foundations, they, they piles, stacks? That interesting. As, as boring as they could. There's a to match the, there's the a level whole of gameplay page on Wikipedia of all the different terms and what they mean, which was a, it was an insight into a world I didn't know existed. Hmm. So then I'm getting an insight into a world I wish didn't exist. <laughs> it's a it's a, a puzzle game, uh, single player only. Obviously, um, it's not a puzzle game. We've established that it's not a puzzle. It's an algorithm game. Now the reason, my, it's, my... no, it's just an algorithm. The reason I wanted to bring it is because it does hold a special place in my heart. Because when I was fifteen, when I was fifteen, uh. I may or may not have really got into acquiring MP3s off the internet through WinMX. Yeah. For for yep. bands, you know, sort of delving into their back catalogue more than what was commercially available on CD. And then obviously it's an MP3, it's on the computer. So I spent 
literal hours over weeks, just sat listening to these MP3s that I may or may not have required, while simultaneously playing solitaire. I, I can probably about twenty years ago that that was that I was how I was spending body experience right now. I cannot believe we're sat here on a Sunday evening talking about digital solitaire. I thought you'd be quite interested in that story. I'm not. It's, I'm interesting, not inter- it's interesting for me, isn't it? I'm glad for you. I'm so glad for you. You could have all the things you could have done. Well, the other thing I did was, was play Transport Tycoon at the same time. It was that would have been so much more enjoyable if you'd brought Transport Tycoon. We wouldn't be We've having this conversation. We've done that. Yeah, we have done that. I, I played. We have. I played Solitaire, and a there lot. were no complaints from me. Huh? I, I played Solitaire a lot as well, and it was a, a jolly good time was had by all. Right, that's that's my next fact actually. In I thought this was genuinely interesting. You're probably not going to. It, it's called Solitaire in Windows. It's actually Klondike, and there's, there's like there's a hierarchy. Are you aware of this? We used to call the game that is in Windows. We used to call that Patience, like when we played yes. it in real life. So we used to call it Patience. Why is it? Why? I mean, what sort of name is that for a game? Like, it's, is it is the implication that you need patience in order to get to the end of it? Is that the implication? And is that a fun thing? It's called patience because it originated in early nineteenth century France, and it's to do with the uh, the French word for it. Okay, go on. What's the French for it? Uh, I didn't jot that down. But Great. My my mum my my mum used to play it in using cards, and she used to refer to it as patience as well. Oh, she... So did my nana. Yeah, on holiday. She used to play all the time. She'd sit on holiday when we're in France, just play, playing Patience. So I was wondering, why is it in Windows it's called Solitaire? Why did my mum call it Patience? You look so annoyed. So do you, do you want to know this? I, I, I thought this was really interesting. No. Okay. So I'm going to tell you anyway. Solitaire is named for any game you play by yourself. So right. you could arguably call Tunic a Solitaire game. No, you could call. You couldn't. Um, you couldn't. You couldn't call it a solitaire game because what you're, what you're. No, you're saying yeah, that there yeah. is a class of card games that are referred to as solitaire games, which I get because solitaire refers to solitary, and I imagine that the French for solitary is solitaire. Is are you getting? Are you get like? Is that like getting a little bit wrapped around your neck in terms of what patience? No, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to broaden out the scope of of the dictionary definition to include games to try, in a in a attempts to kind yeah. of claw back some credibility. Right. Yeah, but it's not. It's All right. Not, let's 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 rate it. There is a there is a class of card games that are solitaire games. Okay. So solitaire. So you're saying it's a card game genre. Solitaire. Yeah. Is 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 any card game you play by yourself? Patience. I can take that. That's fine. Patience is within that category. Any card game that involves arranging cards. Is called patience, right? Klondike is that what is what is branded as solitaire and windows. Klondike is the game in which you arrange the cards from your piles. You get the cards from the stack. You put them in foundations. That is called Klondike. So there are lots of games that come within that patience category. And again, there's a whole page on Wikipedia with there's, there's loads of them. And I jotted down. So- there's, there's probably about hang on. There's probably about between 150 and 200 on Wikipedia. And my favourite names were Agnes, a card game called Agnes. Nerts, N-E-R-T-S, and Washington's favourite, which sounds like a, an ale. Okay. Um, it 
came with Windows from Windows 3.0 in 1990 up until 2012 in Windows 8. And it's now available for free still as part of the Microsoft Solitaire collection. Yeah, it actually comes, there is, yeah, it comes as a free game on Xbox Game Pass. It does, the, uh, yeah, I've got that, the premium edition. <sighs> yeah. So, let, let, let's go down that in an attempt to kind of get some interest. Which I suppose is kind of a, a a rebuff of my argument that it's not a a, a computer game because Xbox Game Pass is uh, for computer games. But I stand by it. I don't think this is... I genuinely don't think this is... Um, I, I just don't think this is a reasonable entry for this podcast and... Um, I think if we lose the few viewers that we do have, I'm going to sue you. Okay, that's fair. Mm. Listeners, listeners, I get that word confused all of the time. It was first developed in 1988 by a Microsoft intern in his spare time called Wes Cherry. Now, Wes, poor guy, never got any royalties, but Microsoft did give him an IBM Personal Computer XT as a, a reward for developing the game. He also developed Pipe Dreams as a Windows game, for which he received he? yeah, for which he received two thousand dollars in shares in the early nineties in Microsoft, which he later sold and used it to buy a boat. He then became part of the team that helped develop Excel, and he left Microsoft in nineteen ninety nine when he retired. And I read an interview with him on SolitaireCardGames.com. He now runs a cider company near Seattle called Dragon's Head Cider. Good, good. I also, I also read a really interesting interview with him on Beta. Do you remember Beta? No. B3TA has loads of stuff on there. I used to spend hours on there when I, was, when I wasn't playing Solitaire. I read an interview with him on Beta where he discloses there's an Easter egg in the game where, and he didn't say how you access it, but there's an Easter egg where you can make an image of Bill Gates appear doing Rudy's with a dolphin. What? Yep. <laughs> what? Sorry, what? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> yep. You can, sorry, having sex with a dolphin. Well, he, he was very vague as to the ins and outs. Uh, the literal ins and outs. Yeah. But, him uh, doing, yeah, there's... so did he, sorry, did he use the phrase doing Rudy's with a dolphin or is that your phrasing? That's my phrasing. Yeah. So, uh, Bill Gates, dolphin. I mean, if you, you want to type that in, you can do. He was. Well, uh, he seemed really nice in the interview. He seemed very sanguine about the whole thing about Microsoft. Basically, you know, he made this game that is massive and is to blame for lots of workers' lack of productivity over the years. And uh, yeah, he seemed like quite, quite a nice guy. I thought. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the game. The the game. This is the thing that you would do if you were. I wasn't at. I wasn't at work when playing solitaire but this is the thing you would do if you were trying to avoid doing work mm -hmm. but i don't i genuinely don't think that i would have it would have even occurred to me to try to play to to choose to play solitaire instead of work well i guess because i've never done a job that is more boring than playing solitaire I suppose with Windows 3.0, when it came out, that if this was into it, then th th for many people at work, this would maybe have been their first taste of gaming. And, you know, some, oh, you know, you can play it while you, your boss's back is turned. That was probably quite exciting. Uh, when it was initially developed, they actually made it uh, 
having a boss key, which would be a button you could press that would then instantly bring up a fake Excel spreadsheet. But during development, they decided mm, it's maybe not kind of uh, yeah. have that. So it got taken given out. Given that Microsoft's um, primary market would have been businesses, <laughs> having, having a built-in uh, non-work-related thing that also encouraged you to play it while you're at work maybe wouldn't have been the best idea. Exactly. But, I mean, that is genuinely the most exciting thing that I've ever heard about Solitaire. And I don't know if you can tell. Did you find the picture? But I'm not all that excited. Uh, No, I didn't know. I'll Google a little bit more when I'm supposed to be playing this. All right, okay. There's also an Easter egg. If you hold down Shift and Alt and 2, you win the game instantly, which is cool. On that note... When you win a game, isn't that a rush? When all the cards pick out. Really? really. I just love that. Uh, Do you want to know an interesting fact? No. (laughs) No, because none of them will be. It's about solitaire. The backs of the cards. It feels like torture. That genuinely is the closest I've been for a long time to feeling like I'm being tortured. There were a handful of different pack designs you could have on the back of the cards, for example, a robot and ice cream, and they were designed by a lady called Susan Kerr, who then went on to work for Macintosh as a graphic artist and is widely credited as being the person who overhauled their graphical interface completely and is, is kind of on record as being like one of the most influential female designers of the 20th century. Good. Good for that person. Hmm. And she starts off here with Solitaire. When it launched as part of Windows 3.0, it was part of this move by Microsoft to ensure people were familiar with how to use a graphic interface because prior to Windows 3.0, it was all very text-based and then suddenly got graphics. And they wanted to encourage people to understand how the graphic interface worked and also the drag-and-drop mechanic, which hadn't been part of interfaces before them. Okay, so so, so you're selling this as a game... By telling me that this was actually a tutorial on how to use a an operating system. Yeah. Brilliant. Which then... That, I mean, it sounds so much more exciting now, doesn't it? Which then later became imitated when it launched in 2012. And they took it out of Windows 8 and made it part of the Microsoft Solitaire collection. They created it using this hub interface with big, chunky blocks you could click on and again because that was how windows 8 was designed they created the microsoft solica collection in that way to ease people into how to use windows 8 which is a nice little callback right the microsoft solitaire collection in 2020 they were clocking up 35 million active players every month and they reckon that over 100 million daily games of solitaire are still being played making it, to date, in the top three most popular Windows programs ahead of Microsoft Word. Nice. I've got nothing else to say about about the game. Thank Christ. God. Now, now you should... I genuinely thought it was never going to end. I feel pain. I feel pain. Uh, Usually at this point, I say... Uh, either forward to playing the game or shall we go no. play the game but um mm, i'd rather not should we just skip to the second part where you, i go jesus christ is that was bad you actually bad you're really not going to play the game i probably won't i mean i think i might load up the 
collection and see what passes for a solitaire collection. There's, there's a free version on Google. If you type in solitaire on Google, as we found out with Sweeper, there is literally a free version on Google, so you could try that as an alternative. But uh, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll play a multitude of versions during the well, I might during the no, we won't. Sounds like a child playing war. No, it was me dealing out the cards for a game slot. I, I know what it was. I know. It rollic- would have been rollicking good time. Not a rollicking good time. What a load of nonsense well, this whole affair is. You've said that, but you haven't even played a game of it, let's be honest. I've done as much solitaire as I could I could stand. Which is none. No, it, it was some. I... Okay, so... You're trying to call me out. I'll tell people exactly what's happened. I opened up the Microsoft Solitaire collection on the Xbox Game Pass app. I opened it up. I was greeted with the screen that had all of the different types of Solitaire because they have very generously for free given a version of the Klondike that Chris was talking about, a version of the Spider Solitaire, something pyramidy and some other ones that look just as nonsensical as the rest. I was greeted with this um, with a screen, and each one was labelled with an absolutely insane level. I am, unbeknownst to me, level 92 on Klondike, level 52 on Spider Solitaire, and similarly crazy levels on Master. the rest. And I was very confused, as you can imagine. I clicked on one because maybe i thought maybe it's because i've got game pass maybe they've just like bumped me up some level so i clicked on one and it said oh there's a saved game on the cloud for klondike uh from the 11th of the 11th 2022 half past six in the evening do you want to play it do you want to carry it on and i was like jesus someone's been hacking into my account to of all things play solitaire I was very, very confused. I uh, is that those, those, those to... hackers that go in like get get your card and then they buy like a, a sim for thirty p just to test it works and then go yeah. from there go crazy. I I was confused and slightly concerned. I rang Hannah just to see if she was some kind of closet solitaire fiend, and it wasn't her. In the meantime, I noticed that they've been unlocking me achievements. I've got I've got seven hundred and fifty points of uh, Xbox achievements out of eighteen hundred and fifty. Uh, on this on this Microsoft Solitaire collection, so someone's really been playing it. Hannah denied it. Hannah was adamant she hadn't played it. And it then was for over, I... over two days since March as well. Or yeah, May? sorry. So since since so six May, months. since May, let me get these stats up because they were hugely impressive and disturbing at the same time. Uh, since May, somebody had played two days, four hours, and thirty minutes of of of, Spizol, uh, of Solitaire, they've played 1,555 Klondike games, 1,169 Free Cell games, 324 Spider games, 471 Pyramid games, and 138 Tri-Peaks games. Alright, so that's 
thousands, literal thousands of, of goes at Solitaire, varying different types, over 52 and a half hours. I was very confused. And then I remembered that I had, I was, I built a computer for our cousin, our young cousin. He's nine year old, nine years old. And um, his mum and dad wanted to get him a computer so that he could play Minecraft and various other things. And I built his computer. And one of the things that I did was test Minecraft out on my nana and granddad's computer. Uh. And it seems I left it in, I left it logged in. My granddad has then had his fill and then some. Of of uh, of solitaire, he is absolute solitaire stallion. Like he is caning it at solitaire. I don't know, you know, what enjoyment he's getting out of it. Presumably, some, but he is also from the generation that only had cards to play with. So, you know, there is that. So he's been he's been battering it at solitaire, knocking out thousands and thousands of games over the course of six months. Um, and that was enough solitaire for me by the time I had sort of riddled out that mystery. So to clarify that then, you solved that mystery and then played no solitaire at all? I opened up my granddad's uh, game of Klondike. He'd been playing it for 10 whole minutes. It was halfway through it. Uh, okay. That was enough. I That was enough engagement with solitaire. Just I know, seeing a screen. I know what solitaire is. I've played too much of it already. I didn't want to put myself through it again. You don't want you you want you want to open up old wounds. You want to put me through fresh trauma. I don't think that's cool. No, okay, fine. Well, you played some of it. I played loads of Blooming Solitaire. I played. played I played the the Microsoft Solitaire collection. is lovely. That's my favourite iteration. I've decided better than the original. Good for you. I'm glad you found the thing that you love. The Google one is fine. Let me just say this to everybody. Chris doesn't talk about his wife the way he's been talking about Solitaire this evening. That is that is how into Solitaire Chris is. Yeah, I really like it. I, I really yeah. genuinely like it. So, solid, solitaire.com, S-O-L-I-T-R.com. That was fine. And then I found freecell.io, which is a replicant of the original Microsoft version. And that was fine. But the Microsoft Solitaire Collection just has it. It's just really nice. And when you win a game, it plays some lovely music that just made me feel all warm inside while the cards were, were bouncing out at me. Cool. I, I, it's it's really like, you know, like when I, when I started putting the cards, stacking them up into the, into the foundations, as I found out, getting that little, oh, here we go, bit of a buzz. It's, it's happening. It's happening. And then when I'd figure out, oh, I can put that card there, Oh, here we go! Oh, 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 yeah, I can do that. When you, sorry. when you, sorry, when you figured out that that number follows this number, yeah, well, the, the colours matched. It was, oh, yeah, that could go there, can't it? And then that means I can do that. It's, just, it's, it's little, little things that happened that just made it really fun to play. Uh, I, I am speechless. I. I don't I, know what to say. I really, I, really like it. I really do. Right. Okay. Cool. And there's Good always little. You. There's always little things. I'm trying that, really hard now not to absolutely. I can tell. The old yum. But so silence is golden. Don't don't don't. Definitely on a podcast, isn't it? And there's little things where uh, both in the original and the Microsoft Solitaire collection, where you can double click and it automatically the cards will go where they're supposed to go. So. 
I mean, arguably that means you can just double click on any card and it'll do do the game for you. But let's let's not let's not open that. That. Uh... So you're not only not playing a game, you're oh, no. playing an algorithm. But then you are allowing the algorithm to play itself. <laughs> you're putting the algorithm on automatic. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and also good for you. Also, when you get a card out from the, from the piles. Uh, the, the the ones that face down they automatically turn over i noticed so again you, you're removing an element of, of of gameplay there you told me while we were on our break like supposed to be playing the game or avoiding it in my case the you told me that one of the things that you used to like to do when you were playing this as a <laughs> I, I was gonna say young person young and but actually you probably would have been you were a teenager you were a teenager 15 living 15 you were 15 years old you were living it up you're living the life of riley downloading obscure music and playing through solitaire what a life what a life yeah great and you told me that when you were playing solitaire you actually changed the options so that instead of dealing out three cards it's a dollar one card Mm -hmm. so what you actually were doing is methodically working through a pack of cards (laughs) Methodically working through a pack of cards, organising it into suits that were put into ascending order. That's that's what you were doing. Yeah. Because it, 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 there wasn't even like the look of the draw. If, you, if you're dealing one card at a time, you are literally just sorting out cards. Well, that's the thing with when you draw three at a time, like, you know, there might be the card number three in the little stack you turned over, that might be one of the ones that you need. So you've then got to go through and, and then obviously as soon as you take one card out, the next time the cards get drawn, the order's slightly different. So it might work in your favour, it might not, and that, that's part of the fun, part of the joy of it. But if you if you set it to only draw one at a time, you've not got that element of risk or, or chance there. There's there is yeah. just playing itself as much as possible. Yeah. You set you set that up and the game I mean the thing is, the game is predetermined. The success or failure of the game is predetermined as soon as you have set the cards out. Yeah. Because you you either can win that game or you can't. And you're just working through until you either do or you don't reach the inevitable conclusion. Yeah. Um, But you felt like the amount of luck and the amount of jeopardy in playing the game correct, correctly by the correct rules. It needed less than uh, it needed reducing. Yeah, in order to make it more of a smoother gameplay experience for me. You just wanted to sort the cards out into into suits. Yeah, and I think we've spoken about that during the halfway point. I think that's the the nub of it. I've realised is that because this is tidying the game, this is this is sorting, and that's what I like about it. It's just just a bit of nice tidying. No, I mean, just no. This isn't even tidying the game. This is this is boring the game. Um, and that, I know tidying like that, isn't all that enjoyable. That, that game that's come out about moving house, where you're putting things in boxes that's out at the moment. That's, that's yeah, but, everyone's everyone's saying is great. It's that, isn't it? It's just just putting that's it's putting things away, making it neat. no. That's no, my life. That is that's unpacking for the record. Oh, is it the opposite then? Okay, it's pulling things out of boxes. I think you do do a bit of packing in it. I think you do put things in boxes, but you also take them out of boxes. But there is a, a level of narrative to it as well. Like there's a story being told of somebody's life. Oh, okay. Um, I've misunderstood that then. Well, you haven't. The things that you put into the boxes and the things that you take out of the boxes are representative of a moment in somebody's life and a, a change that's taken place in somebody's life. It is trying to 
explore the emotions attached to these great big um, sort of upheavals that people have to go through at varying points and the the different times that they have to go through them so like as a child or as a teenager moving off to university leaving their home for the first time or you know different iterations of that of that upheaval and through the ways that you pack those boxes and the things that go into those boxes it's trying to sort of tell you a, a story and it's very it's very sort of abstract at times like the story that it's actually trying to tell you but it is trying to tell you a story there is another game and i can't remember the life of me if you can find out i i would appreciate it, it uh, but there's a game that was released this year uh, is it called a little to the left i think it's called a little to the left yeah i remember reading about some Eurogamer. So it's called a little to the left, and that is that is actually tidying the game. That is organising the game. Brilliant. And you have, yeah, I actually think there is an element of brilliance to it because it's not an algorithm. It's not you working through an algorithm. It's not it's not predetermined, and there is an, an element of uh, personalisation to the way that that works out. So a little to the left might have you organising a draw. Or it might have you organising pens, uh, like coloured pens, um, into an order. But the order might be, it might be colour order. And colour order might mean something to me that it doesn't mean to you and vice versa. It might also be, though, that those same pens can be organised into the size order. Or it might be organised into the... um, type of pen so like maybe there's pencils organ uh, in with your biros and you pop the pencils all in one group and the pyros in another and i think that there's an element uh, there is there is an element of game to that and there's an element of lateral thinking to that especially if you if you go back into each of those um scenarios and try to organize them in a different way so i've thought about it like this but first time this time i'm going to try and think about it in a different manner and i'm mm-hmm. going to try and s- sort of step into someone else's shoes there is no there is no none of that there is none of that to solitaire so to to compare the two is i feel a, a bit unfair to games that have considered something outside of just sorting things um like a little to the left and compared to that you know solitaire Klondike is it's binary it's either the card it should go there or it shouldn't go there and that's that Mm. and that one you mentioned there little to the left obviously uh builds on that quite a lot um it's not even it's not even trying to be solitaire i don't think i think it's trying to be something else and i think there's an element of psychology being in engaged with there that is interesting in in a way that solitaire never will be solitaire is maths so solitaire is a, a very well i say a niche branch of maths solitaire is maths in a way that everyone if you if you wrote it down as maths if you wrote solitaire down as the mathematical formula that it is people would and you especially would just completely disengage with it. Oh, completely. Even just you mentioning it being maths, I've, I've zoned out. I'm, I'm trying to imagine kind of what the it would look like written down, and I can't even get my head around it. You, you've got. I mean, an algorithm is maths. Oh so yeah. If you I get that, if you boil that down into the al, if you boil it down to the algorithm, and you can also look at the probability of being able to uh, complete a game or not, like 
the game either is completable or it's not completable and that you would be able to plot out every eventuality in solitaire every every potential outcome for solitaire you would be able to do that in maths yeah um and i'm sure that there are other games where you could do that but certainly abstract games board games and card games there are there are plenty of games where that's possible but there's um a phrase that they use in board games and card games in tabletop gaming i think it's hang on i think it's i think it's fuzzy fuzzy logic i don't know if it is fuzzy logic i can't remember the phrase i can't remember the phrase but i think it has the the word fuzzy in and i'm not certain that it is fuzzy logic but it's basically when you've got when you face with an abstract game what you want is this space that is that you can't see into you don't really want to sit down to a board game and be able to math out the outcomes and then execute those outcomes perfectly you want to you want to be able to to some extent plan and organize but then to enter this realm where the interaction with another player might completely upend all of your plans all of your ideas and you want it to be fuzzy enough you want it to be um impenetrable enough that um that players can't just use maths to complete the problem okay and that is where the fun happens in a game the the unknowable elements of it solitaire does not have any of those unknowable elements it doesn't have any fuzziness to it it is simply a case of follow the algorithm follow follow the route that has been pre uh pre-prepared for you the deck is in the is in the order that it's in you're going to work through it and it's work i mean this is fucking work this is <laughs> it, it really is this is this is a task it's not a game it, it's a task that you've set yourself because you hate yourself no i, I really or like... in this case uh been set by a computer for you to complete yeah 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 what does that mean I don't know what to say. You've brought it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I really like it. Still like it. That's that. Okay. You're allowed to like it, but it would be nice to hear why. I, I think it is the sorting. I think it is the uh, the categorizing of it. Okay. But and just the 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 sense of from from mess com, from from uh, chaos comes order. I suppose. Okay. There are better versions of that, and maybe you should explore those. Well, a little left to sound quite good. Yeah. There's also Wilmot's Warehouse. Which is that was when you got what? into was that last last year? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, Wilmot's Warehouse is an interesting one because you get these abstract boxes. You get these boxes that have all got different um, symbols on them, and they they arrive at the back of a warehouse, and you have you have a small amount of time to sort them out in whatever way you can figure out to sort them, and then. After you've had your sorting time, you get given orders. It's basically like the back end of Argos. You know, like the warehouse part of Argos. Yeah. You're the warehouse guy trying to keep up everything orderly so that when people ask for things at the counter, you know where to go to get them. And it's it starts off really manageable. And then after you've had like 10 or 20 or 30 deliveries, you might have started sorting things out because oh this one had the symbol that looked like a feather so you've put all the all of those blue feathers all together but then order th- uh, delivery 3 might bring you um 
a bunch of yellow feathers on a black background and you think well I'll put them with the blue feathers because they're feathers so I'll remember that there are blue feathers and there are yellow feathers but then you'll end up with 16 different types of feather and sort of finding the space for them in the corner that you designated feather corner will be impossible so you end up having to find another place to put some feathers and you end up with feathers over here and feathers over there and all in between there's pineapples and conch shells and palm trees and all these weird all these boxes that represent uh thousands and thousands not in wilmot's warehouse but represent the thousands of products that might be in the back end of of an argos or the equivalents around the world and you end up I found it very stressful <laughs> at a point because there's just no way of of creating any order. You start being able to very orderly manage your uh, stock and then you, it gets completely out of hand and you're running around like blue ass fly trying to find the thing that you want and you can't find it. I like, I like again the sound of that, the, the way that you can source it, like you said, with a little to the left, so you can sort it how you want. It could be by colour, it could be by type, and then yeah. the problems that arise from that, that does sound, sound fun. Yeah, that, that I guess if you like, if, if the element that you like about Solitaire is that you're organising so, a yeah. pack of cards, then you've got a whole raft of games, actual games, that are are exploring that, compulsion mm. to organize and sort and tidy um in really interesting ways i think as well another one i've enjoyed uh, over the last year or so is assemble with care it's a similar sort of thing with the, we taking the things apart really carefully and then i don't know them, assemble and then with them care. Together. it's um it was on uh, apple arcade but i think it's available for other things as well it's where you it's basically the repair shop the game people bring well, that things... does sound really good yeah Carry on, sorry. Well, that, that's I was it. Just people, saying that sounds lovely. People bring things to you, and it's lovely background music, and you slowly take them apart. And if it's the, the one with a, a cassette tape player, I think, and you take it apart and fix it, and mm. and then put it back together, and it's just, it's very very nice. And there's a, a nice, very simple, wholesome plot left as well, which was just lovely. Yeah, uh, why uh, lovely are to play? Like a genuine question, then why aren't we talking about and playing Assemble with Care? Because I wanted to talk about Solitaire, um, just to get it kind of a. Uh, over and done with because i'm i'm aware i concede your point that it's it's not a game and i know i've done this before um and i'm not i'm not gonna do it again and i just wanted just wanted to do it and get it get it done yeah in situations like this one of the most interesting things because you know i conveyed as much as i can why i feel the way that i feel or think the way that i think about this one of the interesting things that i'd like to find out is why you feel the way you feel about it and i suppose we've got there with the oh it's kind of like tidying away it's kind of like sorting out a drawer or whatever i suppose we're there with that but it took a lot of weaseling out here didn't it It took a lot of pulling it took a lot of self-realization for me to work that out myself cool progress i've made progress during the episode tonight I don't um, know what the art's going to... The art is just going to be some cards, isn't it, for this yeah, it episode? Is, yeah, on a On a table. You can do a close-up of the, the king or queen. I'm all right. All right. Well, um, if, I, if anyone else... Well, if anyone else is still listening at this point, if no. you, you want... No. If anyone does want to play it, the Microsoft Soccer Tear Collection is free to download. It is, as Ashley said, available on Game Pass, the premium edition, because the 
Solitaire Collection does have adverts and there's different tiers of subscription as well. So it is free, but at a cost. So the pre-edition on Game Pass does get around that. It's obviously, there's there's loads of versions available for, for phones and tablets as well. It's also on the Switch, I found out. And then also discovered that there's a really nice version as part of 51 Worldwide Games. There's a really nice Mario-themed version of Klondike on there, where the king is Mario, the queen is Peach, the um, Jack is Luigi, and then the cards, they all have one of the symbols might be replaced by something. So the eight or whatever might be one of the symbols on it. One of them might be a red Cooper shell, but then another eight, it might, one of the symbols might be replaced by a, um, a, a coin block. And that, that seemed quite nice as well. So I okay. give that a shout I out. Absolutely avoided all of the card games. I, I genuinely have an aversion to card games. Yeah, I, I hadn't, I hadn't, played Klondike on 51 Worldwide Games I because I hadn't realised that Klondike was patient, was solitaire. Mm. So now I know. Right, well, if uh, anyone is still listening after after this episode, uh, thank you very much for doing so. Um, please come and join us on social media. Please, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. And if you could like, share, subscribe, rate and review, uh, but maybe not this episode, then that would be great. And I promise I won't do it maybe again. Maybe not. We, it, in truth, I mean, it means that we can wrap this whole sorry affair up without feeling bad because no one's going to listen to it anymore. Hooray! So, yeah, is that if that was your intention, good on you. <laughs> Thank you. Genuinely, if you are listening to this, you are an absolute trooper. <laughs> um, why is the question I would ask. Go and Go and treat yourself. Treat yourself nice. Stop listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.